realness. Previously on ARP. It's God right now. So my spiritual gift is a spiritual gift of exhortation. And that particular gift is being able to see things in people that they don't see themselves and helping them to be able to identify those things and then assist in the process of being that cheerleader, being that advocate, being that encourager, being that harsh person sometimes who's just like, yo, this is in you and it's in you from a greatness place that's greater than you could ever imagine and then having it to manifest. So you're spot on. Realness. All right, Fatty, you there? Yes, I'm here. Introducing authentic realness. Realness. Hello, hello, everyone. We are back again. Aaron R. Plush here for another episode of my Authentic Realness Podcast. Realness. And I am excited that we are rocking and rolling, and we've been having some amazing episodes up to this point. We've also been able to add that layer that I had been hyping up, which is the Authentic Realness Experts. And... We have Ham on tonight. Laquan is not able to be with us, but she will join us again soon. And like I said, we have 10 total, so there'll be the other eight joining us at some point or another. Ham, you want to say hello real quick, brother? How is everyone doing out there? And glad to be back in the number with this particular group. So thank you very much for having me again. Absolutely, sir. We, we're not getting rid of you yet. Like you were able to <laughs> bring some value, and we're looking forward to you doing that again tonight. And then, of course, everybody, you know, we have our regulars. Fabi's back. So I'm a man of my word. I didn't mention that she was away for an episode and we hadn't gotten rid of her, but she is back. So, Fabi, you want to say hello? Hi, everyone. Happy to be back. I missed you guys last week. Excellent. And then our amazing producer extraordinaire that makes an attempt to try to keep me on the straight and narrow makes it a tip to make sure <laughs> that I sound amazing and do all the right things where we all know Aaron Plush is going to just do what he wants to do. But Theo does a good job of attempting to keep me where I need to be. So Theo, I say thank you for that and say hello to everybody, brother. What up? What up? All right. So tonight we have a guest with us. And rather than doing any background buildup, going to giving any of the background from any of our other episodes, we're going to just jump right in with our episode tonight. And we have 
an entrepreneur on with us tonight. And I'm going to let him introduce himself. And before I do that, I did have some feedback to somebody. I was like, oh, it's very awkward how you allow the people to introduce themselves. Well, this is my podcast. Do what I want to do. And for me, <laughs> I want the people to introduce themselves. I don't need to give a soliloquy, a dissertation. I don't have to do a long, drawn-out background. Who better <laughs> to introduce someone than the person themselves and for them to say exactly what they want to say about their background? other than the person themselves. So Carl, the floor is yours, brother. All right. And I want to say, man, they probably just like to hear your voice. That's why I want you to do Whatever. introduction. I, I, I wasn't <laughs> My, hearing it. And, and I shut them down in normal plush fashion. But continue, brother. Welcome in. <laughs> Happy to have you on. Hey, appreciate it. What's up to your audience? How y'all doing out there? My name is Carl Van. Um, I know Plush uh, through... My fraternity, he is my big brother, uh, pledged at the University of South Carolina. Shout out to Zeta Epsilon chapter, greatest chapter of Kappa Alpha Psi ever. Oh boy, no look at you, look at you, look at you, look at you. The honorary. So, see, last week I had to clean stuff up for him, and here you are, I'm having to clean stuff up for you. All of our brothers in all chapters in, in the world of the greatest fraternity. Yes. Of Cap Alpha Psi Fraternity Incorporated. Let, let's go that route, please. Please. We will. Please. I just like to say it though. It sounds I get so it. Much I mean, but well, we all know that we all know the truth, but we do have to have <laughs> some level say, you, of you last of week giving out participation trophies this week. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, Carl continue. Tell, tell uh, us why you're here. Like tell us about your business. That's what this is about. All right, so I'm, I'm here to talk about Pasta Peas. Pasta Peas is the only recipe app that's going to let you upload your recipes, add video to each step, tell the stories behind them, and create collaborative cookbooks. So we want to get the whole family in the kitchen. We want them to tell the stories, and we want them to slow down and just kind of, you know, get to know more about their family and make sure they can pass those things down to their kids and loved ones. So, um, yeah, Pasta Peas is my, my baby. It was birthed from uh, inspiration of my grandmother. Uh, we lost her many years ago, but, you know, the idea that I can never recreate her biscuit recipe and, like, connect with her okay. made me get up and say, I got to make this thing happen. So that's what I'm bringing, uh, bringing with me. So tell us more about the background, Carl. So, like, you just woke up one morning and you said, hey, I need to create this app. Where did it come from? No, so, um, you know, sometimes. And it didn't come from all. It didn't come from there. It didn't come from all. <laughs> no, it didn't come from up. There you go. There you go. Right. Okay. I got I am right. I got That's you. what Plush does. This is a no um, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> any of that type stuff. We do not accept oh my these parts. None of that. You came on that quick. You got on me quick on that. I did. Because I, I even let quite a few go, and then I just had, like, I can't take this any longer. All right, continue. Tell us that background. Yeah, so, I mean, I, I think that we sometimes ignore signs throughout life. I got in the kitchen with my grandma since I was seven years old okay, and excellent. always peeling potatoes, snapping yeah. peas, doing all those types of things. Nice. And really for me, it's just been a, a, a walk through life. Uh, just really not paying attention to the fact that I've always been around food. I love the fellowship with people in that way. And excellent. when the, when the pandemic hit, we just kind of slowed down and there were things that I was having time to sit down and think about. And it was me thinking about those times of connecting with my family that I was not able to see, missing holidays, spending time, birthday parties, people not cooking and getting their food. 
And so okay. I wanted to recreate those things. I was calling mama every single time, like, hey, how I make this? And okay. keeping her on the phone for an hour while I make something. And so okay. those types of experiences really made me say, I got to make this thing happen. And I got okay. in the kitchen, started recording with friends and family. And I found out I was not the only person that kind of had this, uh, this longing to preserve those recipes. Nice. So, so the core of it, because I'm all about lowest common denominator. If you've listened to any episodes before, you would know I'm all about making things as simplistic as possible so that people yeah. can understand truly what it is and meeting folks where they are. So what I'm hearing is literally this is an app that provides an opportunity for people to preserve recipes. Is that what it is at its core? Precisely. Okay, excellent. Now, and you built an app. Is this something you built from the ground up? Like, tell us about that process. Yeah, from the ground up, man. Um, okay. I actually start, I start everything with a visual, uh, visual look at it. So I took okay. a piece of paper, I took my iPhone and I traced okay. it and I made a hundred copies of it. And I just started okay. drawing on the piece of paper. When I click this, I want this to happen. Okay. And from there, I, I ended up going ahead and putting it in the, in the software and designing it. And then I got somebody else to make it look pretty. Um, I was okay. able to do some of the database work myself. And I luckily found a young lady from Microsoft that believed in the project. And she came on okay. as my lead developer. Nice. So that's what we now, started. Now, do you have with. a technical background at all? I am self-taught. Okay. <laughs> so wow. I, I luckily, wow. Um, yeah, I don't like to tell people I can't do something. Okay. So I got a rotation while I was with another company. And while I was working in that rotation, they would throw me different things to do. And so one day it was like, hey, Carl, I need you to build this database. Okay. And then I need you to build the front end in .NET. And I'm like, what? So I'm going YouTube and I'm on Coursera and lynda.com, staying up till the wee hours of the night and just trying to figure these things out. And so eventually I became proficient enough to get those things done at work and I was able to use them for myself. So Carl, what would you say to someone who, and let's just separate a little bit from your app specifically, and we'll come back and talk a lot more about the recipes and how it works and how people can support you. But one of the things that I like to do in this setting, because the podcast is truly about me as a consultant and the fact that I have eight services that I offer and bringing you mm -hmm. on gives me an opportunity to one, potentially talk about how I can gain your business because you and I have kind of talked about some synergies and things that we would be able to do in the future. But what would you say to that person who's listening, who knows that they've been sitting on this conceptual business idea for a very long time and be it finances, fear, time, whatever the case might be, they just have not done it. What would you say is that thing that gave you the nice swift kick in your behind and say, Carl, <laughs> now is the time? The thing that did it for me really is understanding myself, man. Okay. I, I used to get like a lot of people get hung up on the big picture. Like if okay. you look at this, if you look at an app as an example, okay. you're like, this is a huge technical thing that I have no clue how to do. Right. Got it. So. The things that I thought about was, okay, I need to break things down. And being a part of a team before, I learned how to manage a project and okay. break things down into tasks and then subtasks. So okay. I started just doing a little bit every day. 
And then okay. when I got to a certain point, I was able to tell someone else, this is exactly what I have. And they were able to take me further. And so okay. I would tell anybody, like, if you just start with the things that you know how to do okay. and just break and, and not look at the whole picture, just break it down into smaller pieces. If you mm. start, people are way more willing to help you. You'll get more support um, if you've actually taken that first step. Because people have to know that you're serious. And that's going to that's what's going to really breathe life into your idea. Nobody's really buying your idea. They're buying you and they're buying the fact that you're actually putting in the work and you're passionate about it. Wow. That's how I feel about that, man. No, that's a big deal there, brother, because what I heard most loud and clear in what you said, just start, start, start somewhere, start Mm -hmm. anywhere, (laughs) because that start is going to be what gets that fire going. But if you're just sitting on it and you're in your head and you're not making any traction, then it's never going to happen. But if you get started somewhere and get started right where you are, that's what's going to to take you to where you need to be. Theo, I hear you over there saying something. So what is it that that you're thinking front of mind as, as Carl is talking? So just being being a part of the app, and looking at the app uh, prior to our conversation tonight, you know, my thought pattern wanted to ask Carl, what was your, your, your thought pattern and process for wanting to go with the visual aid versus a cookbook or, you know, as you, you mentioned your grandmother, mm. a lot of grandmothers and great grandmothers, they yeah. went from the standpoint of a tin box with a bunch of cue cards in it with the <laughs> recipes on it sure, so what's sure. your thought pattern from going from a visual aid and not just doing a cookbook like everybody else in america yeah good 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 yeah so we we live in a digital age but more importantly man my one of my first dreams and i got it written down in my yearbook was that i wanted to be like hype williams and i think <laughs> the most intimidating thing the most intimidating thing for me was that i didn't know where to start to get into that and I didn't Got have it. a computer in my house and I didn't know how to vid- uh, do video editing or anything. Right. And Got so it. I always wanted to tell stories. And so I bought cameras and I've started, you know, doing short films. And, and so for me, I want to know the story of the recipe and where I come from. And I want to know more about, um, you know, the, what inspired my family member to maybe make things a certain way. Um, and just being in the kitchen and, and having that memory with them years later it's just going to feel so much different than just looking at an index card that's got some food stains on it and barely being able to read their handwriting being able to hear my grandma's voice would be so valuable to me right now and being able to see her in a place that she was most happiest because she was serving the people that she loved every day with a hot meal that would mean so much more to me and i think everybody deserves that and i want my kids to be able to share that with their kids with my mom in the kitchen making her red rice yeah, I, I love that, Carl, because because what you're describing is that it's so much more than recipes. Like you're literally mm-hmm. providing an opportunity because the harsh reality is that all of us are going to go on at some point or another. But as Theo like talked capsule. about, yeah, when we first started recording these, you talked, Theo, about it being a time capsule and those type things. And in turn... Throughout the generations of your family, Carl, like this will be something that your family, my family, other families, whomever decides to use your app, that you're actually recording that part of your family, but you're also getting an opportunity where you're recording that person. 
And in turn, it will be an opportunity for you to, to not only connect with the family recipe, because so much of the family culture, and this is all cultures, is built around food. And then to be able to have that memory of, of your grandmother or your father or your mother or whomever is just such an amazing and beautiful thing. So I, I love that, Theo, and thank you for bringing that in. Fabi, what, what's front of mind for you? Because I certainly know that you're processing a lot. And I know how important family <laughs> is to you. And certainly this might even be something that you and your, your own family might be able to use. So what's on, my, on your mind? Yes, absolutely. So first, Carl, I want to say that I absolutely love the idea with the app. And it really resonates with me specifically because my Thank grandma you. was a chef. And so growing up, mm. it was always wow. cooking with her in the kitchen, always her showing us these like amazing recipes and eating her amazing cakes and pastries. And unfortunately, she's at an age right now where she can't communicate. And we always just wish we would have like written down those recipes or had those recipes or just even just to hear her voice, right? Like one last time, just being so excited about the food she was making. So this, um, this app like really, really resonates with me. And I think it's amazing. And as Aaron mentioned, like I was like, I already have to tell my family about this because we love to cook. That's something that we all really enjoy doing. And especially with the holidays coming up, I definitely can see us using this and passing this down. Like you said, like there's nothing out there to my knowledge like this and recipes are just so, so important, especially when it comes to family culture and history. So I'm just processing and listening and I'm just like in my feels right now, but I really, really love this, this app. I didn't mean to get you in your feels, but I'm, I'm glad it's something that you could see your family using. And I'm sorry you didn't get to capture those things with your grandmother, but I hope that you can capture what you can with your family who is able to communicate because like you said, it's, it's so important. And I know, Absolutely. I know, that, yeah, it's going to be great for the, for the future generations to have. So, yeah, so Carl, definitely. let's give you an opportunity to, to, to plug yourself. So where are we? Like, so are you fully operable at this point that we could go into your app now and use it? Or where are we in the process in, in your journey? Yeah, so it's, it's in both Google Play and the okay. Apple Store. Okay. Um, we've done, I think we're on version four right now. Version five should be dropping in about a week. We're adding okay. the invite, invite function and share functions. Okay. Um, so that we can start that organic growth. I wanted to wait to add those functions because, you know, I don't want it to start going to where too many people before we felt like we got some of the bugs worked out. So, yeah, it's it's fully operable. You can jump in there and start saving your recipes right now. So I what's the process? Well, Carl, I just downloaded the app just now. And I have okay. my profile picture and I have a dinner party, which I'll be cooking a five-course meal with my wife on Saturday. Oh, wow. And so I'm prepared to drop my recipes because I got some braised short ribs I'm about to throw down. So nice. plus to, uh, to kind of uh, just be that intermediary, the user experience was very easy. I was Excellent. able to actually communicate with you all at the same time, upload my picture, you know, sign in using my existing Apple ID or my Google. I see where I can already upgrade to the very affordable family plan once I get, you know, my mom and everybody on there. So, I mean, it was just, it's just awesome because one thing I don't like, if it's, if it's too hard or one extra step, Correct. I'm checking Correct. out and you handle Correct. your business. <laughs> Correct. I appreciate that, man. Appreciate that. And, I didn't want people that. to have decision fatigue. No, Ham, you, you literally just took what my question was going to be. So you, 
what a better <laughs> example that Carl doesn't have to tell us what the user experience is like, but you yourself, who just went into the app, was able to describe to us as our authentic realness expert. Realness. So we know that we have a real deal response from you because Carl, I can tell you, if your interface was not trash. what it needed to be, oh boy. <laughs> I just want to win on you. Earful oh, right now. Because oh, I, was, I was over here playing devil's advocate because I'm a foodie as well. And in terms of like sales, you want to know, well, what's my niche? How am I any different from anything else? So I sat back and listened the entire time while you did a great job selling the benefits instead of just what it was at face value because I'm thinking when you start talking, I'm like, how are you any different than Tasty? You know, how are you any different than all these other random pictures of, not random pictures, you know, how are you uh, any different than Salt Bay? How are you any different than anybody else who's getting all these thousands of likes on Instagram showing spectacular food and 8K digital blah, 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 all these sped up images? But the intrinsic value that you added in your story, your story is what actually sells it. And so that's, you know, just amazing. Man, I appreciate that, man. Because I know how you roll, and I know if if it wasn't right, you give it to me. <laughs> Straight up. Well, Carl, let me ask you this, bro. I know that you've been working on this for some time now. In those times of getting to the point of launch where you are right now, what kept you driven? What kept your passion alive? Because I know you you got a family, you have a lot going on. You're passionate. You the hype Williams piece of everything. He was working on short films. You got fast <laughs> piece, and it's a lot of things you're working on. How did you keep that passion as you continue to chase your purpose? Two things, man. Um, the first one is I honestly don't feel like I came up with this idea. I feel like my grandma, I've got an altar in my in my room, and you know, I have all my, you know, my loved ones that, you know, are near and dear to me on it. My grandmother and grandfather are two of them. And so, you know, when I wake up in the morning, I say my prayers, I look at them and I tell them good morning, right? And my grandma was the inspiration for this. And I look at it and I mm. always told her, hey, I want to make you proud. I want to make you proud. And I know she's mm. proud of me, but mm. I feel like this was something that she gave to me. So I just had to see it through. And the other thing is my son and daughter, they, you know, they're four. Oh, well, I'm sorry. Yeah, four and 10 now. And so I'm downstairs and I'm cooking and I'm just cooking a normal meal. I'm not recording anything. And my daughter is like, daddy, we passing the peas. We passing the peas. And so mm. they're aware that this thing is has already begun uh, and, nice. and they're, they're wanting to see it come to life and they're excited about it and nice. i went to my son's school and my teacher one of his teachers she's like hey i heard you got an app your son's told me all about it he told me i need mm. to download it i was like mm. wow he's plugging it i got <laughs> to see this thing through like there's just no other mm. option so you know I think when you know somebody, you know, when your kids are watching you, man, and, and you know people who are, you know, looking up to you or watching you, it, it makes you move a little different. So between those two things, man, it's, that was enough fuel to keep me keep me going, even when it got tough and when I didn't think that we would get to launching. So, Carl, in terms of, in terms of like, I, I noticed you just used the term, uh, the plug. So with all these ears out here, what would be that first step that you would be able to ask everybody to help you get started? Like, I, I just took the first step by downloading. I don't know what to do next. Should I just do a whole recipe or should I do a plate of food that I enjoy? What's, what, what's the uh, tangible move? I think what I would love everybody to do, man, really is download the app, get a, you know, get a premium uh, account, whether it's individual or family, and just try it out and upload your first recipe. And just invite your family to it 
to be able to just look at it. They don't have to do a paid version to just, you know, follow along with your recipes, but just invite your family to the app, download it, and then they can follow, uh, follow you in. So it's, it's social. This is like Instagram meets yummy or tasty, right? With the family, uh, the family centric approach. So we want you to be able to follow along with your loved ones. Request me as a friend in there. Cause I'm gonna have different recipes in there that you might want to get as well. Right? So I'm going to be like Tom from MySpace. I'm going to be everybody's friend, not hiding from anybody. Um, so yeah, I think just take that first step, download it, check out the experience, um, get in the kitchen with your family. And I want everybody to come back and just tell me how it felt to get in the kitchen and slow down and record and cook in the kitchen with their families. Carl, I have a question following up on that. And you kind of alluded to it a little bit. Are you able yeah. to search other people's recipes on the app or are you only able to see yes. your yours and your family? Okay, awesome. No, you can see anybody's recipe that makes it public. So the biggest, one of the biggest things for me is there's some things that, you know, I don't want to share. I might have a special recipe that just might be for family right. or something that's really <laughs> near and dear. So anytime you create a recipe, Pam, you can see it if you hit the create button, it, there's a toggle switch on it and it says family or it says open um, or followers only. So it has three levels of privacy. So if I'm if I'm just, you know, wanting anybody to be able to see it, I can leave it as an open recipe. If I want to lock it down to where I just have family, the people that I designate as family in the app, only those people can see it. So we just want to give respect to the the sacredness of some recipes as well. That's dope. Now, how did you come up with the name? Of course, it it, it makes perfect sense oh. to me. But for, for <laughs> listeners, what what's the story behind past the peas? All right. So, funny enough, man, I I love the song. Um, I used to go to South Carolina State Homecoming <laughs> pretty much every year, and it just kind of resonated with me. And me and me and the wife were sitting down watching Martin, right? And they was doing that past the peas like we do. And then uh, Pam got in there, and they started getting funky with it. <laughs> Right. And I was like, yo, that's it. I was like, that's it right there. So yeah, man, I um I was like, yo, you know what? Like it's a little literal, but we're we're passing the peas down, like we're passing down. And so I, I saw some little peas on uh on a website and I was like, man, you know what? If I can make one look like a grandma, that'd be real cute. This would be the perfect logo. And I actually got the logo made while I was like on my anniversary trip or something. So yeah, we just came up with that. It stuck. I thought it was something that would catch. Um I know it's a long name for an app, right? But I just felt like for the culture um, that, it, you know, that it's inspired by, it's inspired from my people. So, you know, I felt like it just fit. I thought it was going to be a, a good name for it. Gotcha. That's dope. I got a follow-up question because, you know, me and you yeah. talk about barbecue and all this stuff. Uh, yeah. Who has the best best barbecue? You know, is it is it really South Carolina? You talking about state? Or, uh, no, South yeah. Carolina don't have the best barbecue, man. You, know, you don't think so? No. Nah. Nah, we don't. We don't. I mean, it's I, I'm partial to, you know, the Midwest. I like St. Louis. Um, mm -hmm. I like Memphis a little bit too. But I mean, yeah, South Carolina definitely ain't even in the conversation. Like we we might be like fourth or fifth on the list for me. 
<laughs> so I, I need to travel a little bit more then. Would you would you would you say in regards to barbecue, would you say the vinegar is the go to or the mustard? The I, I prefer I prefer would you say keep the mustard? Yeah, keep the mustard. <laughs> <laughs> no man. No, if you do mustard right, it's good, bro. It's good. I mean you not you for the number one spot though. No, 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 not for the number one spot at all. But I'm saying I, I prefer mustard over vinegar. But I mean, you know, St. Yeah. Louis style ain't really kicking either one of them like that. So, like that, and that's that's my top. So, yeah. Man. Yeah, my first mustard sauce I tasted was at Maurice's, so I just associate mustard with oppression. That's already <laughs> terrible, right there. See, look where you started at. <laughs> you started from the bottom, right there. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Maurice's man, I ain't been there since we've been in school. <laughs> I was like, nah, this ain't it. This is not it. But there's, you know, there's a good spot that I'm sad closed down. Um, it was in Lexington called PK's, and it was just a small, uh, small joint next to a gas station. Dude had his uh, had his big uh rig sitting outside of it because it's, you know, he couldn't put that stuff inside. And man, when I tell you, that guy knew what he was doing. I bought some of his uh rub off of him actually. I'm still pinching off of that because they closed up and I don't know if I'm going to be able to get it again. But he's got just the right mix for some beef ribs. I'm telling you, bro. I'm, I, might be, I might be generous enough to share some with y'all. I might be generous <laughs> enough. Please, please, but it's like, please, I know please. I ain't going to get no more, man. <laughs> it's rough. He made that joint from scratch. So, you know, when you can get a good rub, ah, it's precious. See the reason I asked that question with with you and Ham coming from from the Low Country, I know it's a couple older cats down there that do the mop method with their ribs. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 something serious. Yeah, it's something it, is. Serious. it gets me every time. That's why I'm like, you know what? I, I feel like it's in. It has to be in the top five, in my personal opinion. But you're the connoisseur, so you would know. Ham, tell me this. Oh, sorry, guys. So, Carl. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let, let me just reel all this back. I have to address a couple of things. I got to always clean up. Man. <laughs> so, disclaimer. All comments are just to be taken in love. And we're going to go with that. The second component is these opinions <laughs> on just that. An opinion. It is an opinion. Wherever you may be in, in, in the country, if that's what you yeah. prefer, rock with what you yeah, prefer. That's... What I wanted to know, though, Carl, as, as I reel <laughs> this back in. All sauces matter. We got, we got it. Yeah. All sauces matter. Thank you very much. That on the app itself, is it only video that can be captured or can you record your recipe no, so in other ways? Video is optional totally, right? And and that's because we just don't want anybody okay. to feel burdened by actually doing video. Some people are camera shy. Some people just don't okay. like to work technology in that way, right? So you can just use text. You can do so what are the pictures. You can do just text. So you can do text? So um, okay. that's, that's it right okay. now. I'm looking at adding audio um, as an option. But I haven't added that okay. as of yet. But that's a, okay. a, it's on my roadmap. Okay. Okay. Got it. And then the other thing that I wanted to do just to really put it out there for you, you're running a business. So it's okay to say to people to get that paid 
version because ultimately you have put your time, sweat, energy into developing this amazing app that we all can consume. And certainly based upon everything that you've described for me, and we think about all of the paid subscriptions and all these other type things that we have, by all means, we all can support you. I appreciate so that, for man. those people that look at the packages that you are offering, certainly consider getting one of those paid options, which would allow Carl to continue to develop and build and grow his business, as well as I'm certain that there are various bells and whistles, Carl, that you gain based upon the level in which you, you buy in. Would that be correct? And I'm, and I'm, I'm going to tell you what you said is right on the head, man. It's going to help us continue to grow it, innovate, and give people even more to this thing. I got huge plans for it. So definitely support is much appreciated. Absolutely. And then as we're wrapping up the conversation, Carl, because certainly we try to keep these episodes within a reasonable time frame, because the key thing is there are too many podcasts, as far as I'm <laughs> concerned, that just do a little bit too yeah. much rambling and they go too long and, and you lose the people. But I want to make sure that this episode that is focused on you, that we really give you the opportunity to provide any closing type words, as Ham said, to get to the audience that are listening. What do you want to say? What is it that you want to have people thinking about as they begin to download and use your app? And certainly you've developed an amazing story. I love the background. And it's going to pull at the hearts of many people. And, and it's wonderful that it's such an authentic story and that it was inspired by your grandmother. I just love it all. What else do you Yeah, want? so I think one of the things I really want people to know is that they don't have to wait. They really don't. Um, oftentimes we'll say, oh, I'll, I'll do it later. I'll do it later. And we just never know, right? And my, even though my reason for this is, is very real and I don't want to scare people, like I'm not trying to fear anyone into jumping in the kitchen and starting to record today. Sure. But I do want people to know, like, as we sure. push this away, it, it, it only, you know, it only increases the chances that, hey, we might not ever get around to doing this thing. And so I share one quick story. I had, I have uh, my dentist, actually, sadly, um, we've been talking about it. And just when it's in its inception stage and I was getting in the kitchen with people interviewing them and recording a recipe for them. Um, and some of those folks I've uploaded their mm -hmm. recipe into the app so far for them. So it was our intention to do so. Unfortunately, in between the time of us being able to try to do it and just pushing it off, we lost her mom. And I just, I, I hate that for her. Oh. And um, she, she talked about it and she told me like, yeah. man, I really wish we got the opportunity to do it. And life just gets so busy. And I think, yeah. you know, I want people, if they, even if they don't download my app and use it, I just want people to be able to find some way that works for them to begin preserving those recipes yeah. because I don't want them to have to feel that pain and say, oh man, I didn't get to do this thing with them. Yeah. And so it's not only just preserving that, you get that experience, you get that time with that person as well. And I, I for one, learned more about my family by getting in the kitchen with them. Like I learned things about my aunts, my mom that I never knew. And that was, that was super valuable. And I'm glad that I got to do this. Excellent. Well, Carl, it's been an honor, privilege, and pleasure to have you on this episode. Certainly, we gained so much 
And I definitely can see you being someone that we will bring back as you are progressing and you're growing and developing. We certainly want to grow and build with you. And certainly those initial conversations that you and I've talked about as to how you might be able to utilize the services of Aaron yes. R. Plush Consultant and Independent Contractor, certainly want to be able to pick those conversations yes, back up because there's so much greatness in what you are describing. We're proud of you. Godly proud at that. Thank you. And there are no limitations. People like to say the sky is the limit. There's no limit for what God is able to do with what you're doing. It's such an amazing idea. So congratulations so there. With that, I'm going to have to go to what I know best, and that's to be able to, to lift this episode as well as you up in prayer. So let's look to the Lord. Heavenly Father God, we come before you right now, God, just thanking you for health, life, and strength. God, we thank you for being better to us than we could ever imagine being to ourselves. And God, for that, we say thank you. God, we thank you for such a tremendous episode tonight where we're able to talk through a true vision that you allowed Carl to have inspiration from his grandmother to start this app that's really foundationally built upon building out, preserving family recipes, but just doing so much more. God, we would ask that you would continue to have him to move in a spirit of boldness, that you will bless his business in every way. Constantly remind him that though it's a purpose business, it still yet is a business. So with businesses, finances are a part of it. And that he may know that it's okay to charge for what he's doing. He has a quality product. It can stand up against any product because it was built the spirit of excellence. God, I'd ask that you continue to cover and protect his family, that they might support him, because certainly entrepreneurship is not something that's easy. I'd ask, God, that you would also cover everyone who's connected with this podcast, that week in and week out, we just have such tremendous dialogue and discussion, and we're just so happy to be able to have a platform to be able to do this. And then one guy that's completely covered in love. So, God, we love you, we adore you, and it's in the glorious and magnificent name of your son, Jesus, that we pray. Amen. Amen. All right. So, such a great episode tonight. And <laughs> hey, um, you're, you're a funny guy, sir. <laughs> That's all I could say. <laughs> And, and you're definitely doing exactly what you're supposed to do as an authentic realness expert. I'll tell you, one of the things that was really running through my mind when you talked about being the devil's advocate, and certainly we all know the devil's advocate is a term that we use very loosely, and, and, and certainly we don't mean the right, energy right. when we say that. But, of course, the literal mind of Aaron Plush is like, can you just keep that dude off my call? <laughs> he, he's not invited on my call, sir. So, so let's not have any more... Devil's advocate <laughs> moments on my call. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> but, but, but in all seriousness, thank you, sir, for doing exactly what you're supposed to do. And thank you for being so authentically who you are in every aspect of life. And know that, that that's a beautiful and wonderful, freeing place of life to be. And then to Fabi and Theo, you all always just help to balance me out and you give 
those perspectives that are so profound and you're so in tune with what we have going on. And for that, I say thank you. And then to our listeners, I want to always remind you all that the greatest part of this Authentic Realness podcast, ARP, is each and every one of you. And I say that from the most sincere place in my being, because there is no podcast without each and every one of you listening. And certainly, although I give you all a hard time when you give your feedback and your comments, I listen to each and every one of them. And for those that I agree and align with, I certainly make those adjustments and those that I don't, I don't. But that's just all a part of the journey of working with me. And then lastly, I just say in very certain terms, until next time, let us all make it spectacular. Realness.